Oh, boys, it's been a long winter, but the fantasy football season is finally back. Uh, it's, you got Dave and Ben here, and uh, we're recording live from Alston in the Pussy Palace. We've only got uh, about 30 more days here before I move to Southie with Ryan and Aiden to the new League HQ, and the season begins. copyright infringement guys we're more just like we'll take your idea guys yeah this is a pretty totally uh, original uh, next uh, 30 45 minutes you guys will probably hear a bunch of new things that we've been putting together ourselves you know no one no one else has been like doing this stuff so it's pretty much brand new we've been in the podcast game a long time we'd like to think we're kind of podcast connoisseurs we came up with a bunch of our own ideas that we're excited mm -hmm. to go over with you but most importantly it's almost September which means it's August, which means the long winter is in the past. It also means it's my birthday in two days. It is Dave's birthday in two days, maybe even one day by the time you're hearing this. Mm -hmm. Maybe you're not listening to the podcast, and then it's like been a few weeks. In that case, happy birthday, Dave. <laughs> yeah, you can send um, some belated birthday gifts. I won't mind looking at you, Zucker. Um, but, yeah, we've got a pretty good lineup for this evening. Uh, we'll kind of be touching on the last few kind of things that's been going on in the league some some keeper analysis we've got uh talk about pete's uh, great calendar that we're going to be making for him a few other different things yeah we've got we've got some segments we'll touch on but in the meantime you know it's just good to be back we had winter meetings now what has it been five months almost five months since the winter meetings mm -hmm. Not much has happened since then, but we've kind of gotten started in a hurry. Yeah, a few obstacles to go over, like the Shrewsbury's trying to sabotage draft weekend, but... Yeah, I mean, nothing says draft weekend like living in a van in the middle of Maine. Like, that really gets me into football. Vans in Maine, and tents, and, like, hippies. It's awesome. I think it's what Meatball's just trying to get ready for, for uh, about 15, 20 years down the line, so... <laughs> Ah, uh, well, it's good to be back. We're going to skip the little chit-chat. We'll talk about our weeks and our days and how we've been doing in the future. But this is a rare treat of a podcast. We're just going to hop right into the football discussion. So why don't we start talking about these keepers we had? Yeah, so honestly, you look, at, you look across the board and it's, there's a pretty good variation of people who have good keepers, people who have bad keepers. I hate my team already, which is just like, usually doesn't happen until about the first four rounds of the draft. But well, do you like your draft pick, at least? Yeah, I like my draft pick. I can't I can't complain for it being one of the last draft picks. Like, I really screwed myself over in having such a mediocrely bad team last year, but still making the playoffs and then having no one to keep, so. And at least you're not Paul. Yeah. That's good. Paul um, definitely got screwed. 
So let's see, I'm looking here, Le'Veon being suspended, maybe, for misplacing his phone or changing <laughs> his phone number, whatever he did. Really good excuse, really bad for my fantasy team. Uh, puts me in a little bit of a bind because I was banking on him being the star and Jeremy Hill kind of just showing up. But otherwise, Le'Veon as a fifth would be huge. I mean, I love... Ryan didn't even realize that OBJ was a top, like, five pick in the draft. when he was. The other day we were talking about who the actual first-rounders would be that were already off the board. And we are going, oh, Le'Veon, Mitch's David Johnson, Todd Gurley would be there. And I think that was where he cut off his list. We're like, what about OBJ, dude? Mm -hmm. He's uh, probably a top five pick. You have him in the 13th round this year. Love the value. Um, I think we need to discuss, too, if we're going to be just kicking Mitch out of the league for not keeping whatever his name is from uh, from uh, Baltimore. Wasn't he meant to keep him? Yeah, I mean, that's bad. It was a terrible trade at the time. It was a terrible trade. We all knew it. And <laughs> Mitch, you're letting us down. The fact that you lucked out and took David Johnson got such a great keeper in David Johnson is miraculous because he is a first-round pick. Mm -hmm. But he does have some bad karma with Jameis Winston on his team, so... He'll probably end up finishing close to last again. Bernard Pierce was the guy, right? That was uh, who he was supposed <coughs> oh, to keep. God. Doing a little research over here in our R&D department. Um, he was that bad? Or was it Justin Forsett? It was Justin Forsett. Yeah, that, that's how bad your keeper was, Mitch, that we can't even go through a Ravens depth chart and find the guy that you were supposed yeah, to keep. Yeah, but that's why he... That's why he kept him. Was he, he traded AP away because he was like, oh, he's going to be a keeper. Yeah, great trade. He really thinks good. he can, like, you move out to California and the rules don't apply to you. Just smoke weed and, like, lay on the beach. They don't care about sports in California. They That's just true. care about, like, being out in the sun, Mitch riding his scooter, which is no longer with us. R.I.P. R.I.P., that's right. Who else we got for the keepers? Who else do you like? Who else stands out to you? Ooh. I'd have to say Paul was the earliest round keeper I think we've ever had in this league with the girly at the two. I mean, that's smart, but... As many people know, he was trying to go for an earlier draft pick, so that second round felt a little more valuable. So that's kind of tough. But he still gets Kelsey at four, in, a four, in the 14th spot. Uh, tight end keepers are tough. I don't know if I trust Kelsey to be as productive as he's been in the past. But, I mean, Gurley's a good pick. The only problem is this year, all of a sudden, the whole idea has shifted. People aren't going running backs early anymore. Mm -hmm. It's all about the wide receivers. Yeah. So now he's locking in a running back around two. He doesn't pick until what? What is it? Eight, I think he picks. Yeah. Uh, so the eighth pick in round one. So he's not even going to snag like a top of the line wide receiver there. He's going to wind up like a mid-grade wide receiver. Or better than mid-grade, but not the best wide receiver. He's going to wind up with Todd Gurley. And he doesn't pick again for a little while. So yeah. not how Paul wanted to start. Yeah. But he'll turn it around probably. You know what I really like actually is Aiden's keepers. Just, you know, speaking of taking the wide receivers, goes Jordy 4, Brandon Marshall 5. Those are two guys who, if you look at the ESPN top 300, whatever it is, they're both right around, like, the top 20. So that's to get them in the fourth and fifth round and then free up his first three rounds to kind of do whatever he feels like, honestly. Yeah. That's it's big for him. Yeah, he's thinking about the short term. He's not thinking about the future like most people are in terms of some of the longer-term free or, uh, keepers. But, no, but wouldn't you take those same guys? Oh, I would take it in a heartbeat, but I would take pretty much every other keeper on this list you never mind. Too, so. <laughs> Who do you have? All right, so Kevin White. Tell me about Kevin White. So 
I well, I pretty much kept him on my bench all last year, so I had to keep him. It's just like a rule. Like you can't just keep someone on your bench all year and then just decide last second. You know what? I just I didn't keep him because, or I I, I just put him back in the draft class for someone else to take him. So I had to keep him. He, he kind of feels like a like a son to me. And then Derek Carr. That's just like thinking about the future there. So I drafted Carr and Bortles. <clears throat> both last year and I'm really like both in like the 13th 14th round and I wish I'd kept Bortles rather than Carr yeah that would have been big but Carr's I mean that's I like that keeper you might not be as high on him as I am I think he's gonna have a very I think he'll be a top 10 quarterback good enough to get you into the playoffs and good enough to not choke badly enough in the playoffs to screw you over mm-hmm. and honestly any quarterbacks prone to that you've seen Roethlisberger Last year screwed people in the playoffs. Andrew Luck two years ago had an amazing season. Then when it counted in the playoffs was horrendous. Yeah. Rodgers, I think, had a bad playoff week. So you never really know what you're going to get with these quarterbacks, even the elite ones. To have someone at least top 10 like Derek Carr in the 13th round and then not even have to worry about a quarterback in the first handful of rounds, I think that's pretty big for you. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out. But. I'm not, not as sold on Kevin White, but... <laughs> You know what? He's a guy. So he's a guy. He's a he's a risk you gotta take sometimes. <laughs> um, and let's see, going at from the the bottom of the the barrel, we've got Pete who will be looking to come back pretty strong with Alan Hearns and Matt Jones. Huh? Yeah. Hearns isn't bad. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> 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 Uh, let's see, Jimmy, uh, as soon as he said he was taking Jordan Reed, Robbie's face lit up. So happy to see my demise. Thanks, Rob. Uh, any, anything else interesting here? I mean, it'll be cool to see Deion Lewis come back, and I'm sure Meatball's pretty pumped for that. Mark Ingram could go either way. I feel like he's like 35 years old. I know he's not. He's got to be like 30 maybe, but Mark Ingram's definitely getting up there. Uh, he's 26, okay, so I take that back. Mark Ingram's not getting up there, but for a running back, that's like, it's like the equivalent of 30. Yeah, he's 26, but he looks like he's about 45. <laughs> Too many steroids. Yeah, that Alabama pipeline's <laughs> drying up real quick. He's no Peyton Hillis, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Who else here? Nick, I'm, Nick, I gotta say, I'm very high on CJ Anderson this year. I was looking forward to having the chance to draft him in like the top three rounds. Uh, and you're still keeping him at round 10, so... Props to you. He's lost a little bit of weight. Uh, my sources at the Broncos camp tell me that he's looking fit faster than ever and prime for like a historic season, maybe mm-hmm. like 2,200 yards and 35 touchdowns. So that should work out pretty well for you. And I mean, the only other thing I want to talk about with the keepers was Zucker just faking that he has no keepers the whole time and then throwing in two guys last minute. Yeah. Not, not particularly good keepers, but they're on his team now. So they're yeah. yours. See, Zucker's always been a waiver wire kind of guy. Some would say a waiver wire maverick. So, you know, maybe he thought having two guys, uh, two keepers last second might uh, help him stay off that waiver wire all, all, all season. But the waiver wire is going to be different this year with uh, being able to trade those, uh, those dollars. So, yeah, as a reminder, you can trade budget money now. The other uh, slightly less important change, but it's still a change nonetheless, is... Uh, the 12 p.m. deadline. Mm-hmm. So if you were the kind of guy like me who would be pumped at work, waiting for it to turn to 11 o'clock to check uh, <coughs> check the updates, see who people got for the week. Actually, it was always 11.03, 11.04 maybe. Mm-hmm. This year, it's going to be a full hour later, which also, if you're like me, I'll be at lunch. So that's 
it's tough, but it does make sense. It's easier for people like Nick who pretend to have like other jobs and accidentally forget to like update their roster with any active players for the week. Whoopsies. Gives them uh, gives them less excuses because you have until noon now. You can pick someone up eleven fifty, and we also approve the last minute clause where if something happens last minute to your team and you let us know before the game starts, we can. At our discretion, at our discretion, which we usually will make that change for you. So, no excuses for Nick this year. No excuses at all. But but the good thing is Nick is showing up to the draft this year, and not only is he showing up, but I think he's staying the whole time. Oh. So that, I think that kind of leads us into our next topic: is draft weekend. Yeah. So there's a draft weekend, what two, just about two weeks away now. Yeah. And uh, we finally have all our, we got our keepers set, we got the draft order set. Now it's just about getting those logistics figured out, which are always a, is a, is a fun topic for everyone. But um, <clears throat> let's see arrival. I think a good amount of us are going to have um, taken Friday off or maybe taken half day on Friday. Mitch is uh, probably going to be having a night out Thursday, I think, in, in Boston. So uh, Mitch, if you're there, you got to convince everyone to come in, have a couple beers before we... Uh, you know, drive up to Newburyport. Yeah, it can be a lax morning a bit. I think uh, they said they were flexible with the check-in. I'm going to try and get there early afternoon, maybe 2, 3 o'clock. No major rush. There's not a whole lot to do in Newburyport besides enjoy the company of your friends or maybe drive to the beach. But I feel like Friday will probably be a little bit more of a lax day. Mm -hmm. We could go out at night if everybody's there and everybody just rallies and wants to do that. But more likely than not, we're thinking everybody shows up with some beer. We put it into a big grab bag of a cooler, and we just uh, enjoy each other's company. Don't rip down any gutters. Um, try and convince Ryan not to break things, and Robbie not to imitate Ryan. I mean, he's gonna he's gonna break something. It's just like it 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 it'll happen. And oh, you know what I remembered? Uh, we never got charged for the. Uh, cabinet that Ryan broke in North Carolina. Oh, wow. First night in North Carolina, Ryan sees the ping pong ball go on top of a cabinet. What does he do? Jumps on top of the cabinet and rips the uh, paneling right off. I thought he just blew at it and it came down. I don't know. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I mean, if you're going to be that tall, you've got to be able to be be a, that much of a handyman. So we're lucky that he's got both of those uh, attributes. <laughs> he um, he's great at breaking and fixing things. Great at breaking, great at fixing. So he's a net zero-sum game. Yeah. Think. That's all right. One day, I think it's going to come back to bite him when he like, maybe just like breaks like a whole house down or something like that. <laughs> and then he's got to build a house. <laughs> he's got to build a house. Um, but let's see. Yeah, no, we were talking about maybe everyone. There'll be some more, some things kind of written on the league. But thinking everyone brings their own 12-pack, 12-18-pack for Friday night. Kind of have, like Ben said, it's like a Halloween type of, like, um, Beer fest where everyone has their own beer. You walk around, grab and a beer Robbie, you show bag. up in costume. Yeah, Robbie's got to be in a dog suit. Um, and we have a we have a good night that night. Um, who Ben? Who if you had to put odds on the Jared Lowry drunkest girl at the party? Who 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 are you giving the longest odds? Who are you giving the shortest odds? So let's say we're another year removed from college. Some of us are still savages, but I'd venture to guess that. At least as many of us are no longer savages. Uh, I would put the longest odds. If I'm if I'm setting a book here, I feel like I'd uh, place the odds on Ryan as being the biggest long shot to be the drunkest girl at the party. Now, that doesn't mean he's not breaking things or like hurting people. It just means he's not actually going to be drunk. He's just going to be Ryan. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, Larry's got to be 
Lowry, Paul, um, ah, who else? Lowry and Paul are the overwhelming favorites to be too drunk. Mm-hmm. It's just fun. like it's just like a gene that you get when you live in Shrewsbury. Something in the water, <laughs> some might say, but I think it's just like their tolerance just isn't great. I think it might be the milk that they serve at St. John's. So. I, I think it's like a Flint, uh, Michigan type water quality, mm-hmm. where instead of just giving them like poisoning, it's just making them in, unable to handle alcohol. Yeah. It, which leads me to believe that maybe Zucker, Zucker's at like eight to one for being the drunkest one there. He might be a good bet. I might put some money on Zucker. I'm probably going to put some money on Zucker. He's always a good bet to put some money on. (laughs) So it should be a fun first night. Hopefully uh, we don't disturb the first floor tenants. I don't think it'll be an issue as long as people aren't just like running around screaming, which they probably will be. But if I think we're on floors two and three and they're like on the opposite side of the house and floor one and we don't even walk by them, they're in their like own section. I'm not, not too concerned. I think it'll be a good night. I think we'll be able to have as much fun as we want. And then that brings us into Saturday where Mitch will cook us breakfast. Right, Mitch? Uh, Thank you. Mitchie, I need, like, a nice pancake and, like, just two like two bites of an egg because Nick just ate, like, four eggs. So I know that will end up happening. Maybe a couple pieces of bacon. That's all I can ask for. I wouldn't mind a mimosa or a Bloody Mary, but... Ooh, that could get uh, us going in the right direction. Yeah, but I also, I feel like... Or the wrong I've, direction. I've always been sober at the drafts, and I've done, like, either, like, poor or average, so maybe if I get drunk, I'll do, like, really well this year. So. Well, who's been really drunk at the drafts in the past? I think Paul was really drunk right, once right. in the draft. I think two years ago... Lowry. Lowry, and yeah. his team was shit, so... I think it's all about the happy medium. Oh, you gotta God. find a happy medium, and hope that uh, just hope that it all works out. Yeah, but they're both not functioning alcoholics, so I think that's a problem. That's true. That's true. Yeah, and I think I've crossed that line. Um, at least that's what Aiden tells me. <laughs> so, but it's a good thing that he's moving in with me because I'm like going to make him an alcoholic. Like I'm gonna like wake him up in the morning just like pouring a keystone on his head. It's gonna kind of be like a like going to boot camp it's like alcohol boot camp when he comes back to boston so i've got to like shake that pussy new york self out of him before he, uh, he gets back into <laughs> he's, gonna, he's gonna love being in a real city mm-hmm. um, so we can go from uh mitch's festive breakfast to a little bit of beach we'll try and get out at like a reasonable time get back and then similar to last year except this year we'll actually go to the beach i hope uh but similar to last year we'll come back We'll get ready for the draft fairly quickly. Uh, target like a 3.15 Eastern, 2.15 Central start for the draft. Uh, I think it's on ESPN3 this year. That's how AJ's tuning in. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will have to get a reliable FaceTime connection for AJ. Yeah, I think we've got a satellite phone to call him in from the jungle down in uh, Jamaica, so I think we should be fine. Paul's got, you're busy, but Paul has unlimited data with uh, PwC, right, in the hotspot? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, so Paul Paul will hook you up, AJ. Paul's got your connection. Thanks, Paul. What a friend. What a guy. He probably, I mean, he deserves it for being, Paul's been in New York the last four weeks, and AJ's been home, and uh, he's, uh, hasn't, uh, hasn't even uh, tried to get in touch with him, so you know I, you know I might have gotten in touch with him. I don't know. Just said it might have been a rumor, but I, just I've heard rumor. about that. Yeah, that is... Some people heard about it that I hung out with AJ, but I don't know if anyone else heard about it. Um. Okay. So we'll do a draft. Hopefully, we'll get a nice league dinner in again. And then, if you want to stick around the Sunday, I believe we have a flexible checkout time. So I'll confer with uh, the owner. I forget his name. I think it was like Luke or something. 
something like hip. But the guy was, sounded hip. He sounded like he was down for whatever. So we can just stick around, go to the beach maybe. Maybe we'll pack up, leave, go to the beach. Who knows? We'll, we'll have a good time. I'm not too worried. Mm-hmm. But it's, uh, yeah, from the time you listen to this, it's about 15 days away. Mm-hmm. I kind of want to play wiffle ball too. Just to, like, just so we can see Ryan swinging this and see, who was it? Was it Meatball that walked, like, 72 batters? Oh, no, it was just Lowry, right? It was one of the two. No, it wasn't Lowry because it was, like, no, it was definitely Meatball. There. It, was, it, was, it had to be Meatball. meatball I want to just see Meatball throw a ball at a chair because I feel like he's been he's had a chair in his house and a wiffle ball and he's been throwing at it all year just to get to, like, uh, to, like, try to hit a chair with a ball, which is, like, I mean, it, it, to be fair, it's probably one of the hardest things you can do, um, like in a su- in a summer. But um, I what know, throwing a ball against a chair? Throwing a ball against a chair. Yeah, you ever done it? Very. Uh, I think I actually came in for meatball and then proceeded to throw the ball into the chair like four straight times, and then that was the end of the inning after we blew a big lead. Not to brag, though. Right? Not to, no, not to brag. Not a not a big brag guy. Yeah, you're not really a brag guy. <laughs> um, so we'll see what else happens again. Hopefully. You know, everybody sticks around the whole time. Hopefully everybody shows up on time. But all we can ask for is that we're all there, plus AJ, in heart and spirit. So, two weeks. I'm pretty excited. Yeah, me too. But I think what we're all most excited about is the punishments for this weekend. And we got Pete's big punishment coming up, which is uh, pretty good. I thought we uh, could do a little power ranking of uh, the months. And, uh, I mean, it's not just about the month. It's about who's doing the month, right? So, or cover, I guess, to be fair. So, like, a little power ranking. Um, all right, so who, what's your number – we'll alternate here. I feel like that's fair. What's your number one month slash cover slash whatever? Total package. Who's doing it? What their theme is? Maybe we don't give it away. Let's not give away themes if we know. Yeah, not give away themes, but we can at least kind of, like, infer. So, I mean, it's hard not to go – with Lowry with the cover. Like, you know he's been thinking about this for, like, it, it probably came to him before it was even, like, the idea of the punishment came up. He's like, all right, yeah. He probably has photos of Pete from when they lived together that he might just, like, use and, like, Photoshop something on. Or not even Photoshop anything, because they're probably all just naked photos of Pete that Jared has, like, hidden away in his, like, stash somewhere. But, no, there's no way that Lowry doesn't, like, come up with some like outrageous thing that he's going to spend a bunch of money on and make Pete look like we won't look like Pete he'll look like some sort of like amoeba of a person so I'll go second and this is a little bit of a wild card but I'm giving a shout out to his creativity I think Ryan with the month of November has a lot of potential ideas here I think there's holidays in November. You've got the seasons in November. Maybe those are the only two things you have in November, but I like Ryan's creativity, and I feel like he's going to put together something that's just like... We're just going to look at that and be like, wow, I can't believe you thought of that. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, he's a cre- That sucks for Pete that he's doing that right now. Yeah, I mean, he's going to be a turkey. He's going to be a turkey, but... Or maybe he'll be some sort of pilgrim, something like that. But yeah, Ryan's a creative guy. He's got some creative juices always flowing around inside of that. What's next? Big old body. Um, God, well, I feel like like the people spoken, and I feel like you got to put Robbie with April because you. I mean, you already know what he's gonna be. He's gonna be a bunny rabbit or some sort of egg, and like. <laughs> 
Robbie's just like he's never experienced uh, an Easter before, so I'm sure he's doing a ton of research into it to kind of figure out what uh, goes on with uh, Easter. Quick shout out to Ryan and the Miller family. Thanks for hosting me last Easter. I had a great time. Uh, Robbie could also make Pete be a fool, the April fool. Oh. A lot you can do with that, with the little fool hat and everything. Oh, this is going to be just thinking about all these options is mm-hmm. making me yeah. giddy. It's going to, I mean, you could even do some sort of like, you could do like four pictures in one, make it some sort of like collage, a collage of Easter in April. That's good. All right, I'm going to go, I'm going to give a nod to you next. I think, I haven't heard your idea, but I have a feeling February, it's winter, uh, there's Valentine's, mm-hmm. there's uh, the Super Bowl, I know you can really embarrass people with the Super Bowl, right? Oh yeah, yeah, no, I've been in talks with um, some of uh, Pete's ex-girlfriends to see if they can like get uh, to uh, get to the league weekends, because, you know, there's that special month, February's always a great month with, you know, hearts and like Cupid and all that kind of stuff, and we'll see what we what will pull out of pull out of the the rabbit hat. All right, so that's the top four. You're up with number five. Uh, number five. I've got I got to think that Paul in September. September's a bit of a wild card. Paul and I didn't discuss this. There's some good some good. Uh, Paul thought he was taking the shittiest month. And there's so many ideas. I know. In back to school, Labor Day. Like just picturing Pete with a little backpack on and oh like his God. binders Maybe and his like supplies. A wi- like a windmill hat or something <laughs> like that. Uh, Lanyard around his neck. That's pretty good, yeah. Wow, this is this is actually a much worse punishment than I thought it was gonna be. This is insane. I'm gonna go with myself next. As we said, I'm not like a brag guy, but I think I have a pretty good idea. Um, there's a big holiday in January and it's not my birthday. Uh, I'd like to have a little fun with that. You know, nothing nothing edgy, but maybe a little pushing the line a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you'll be fine with it, Pete. You're going to like it. You're going to like the way you look. <laughs> yeah, ne- next I'd have to go with March. Everyone's favorite, uh, oops, everyone's favorite month where uh, you got a little leprechaun kind of jumping Ooh. around. So I feel like there's no way that Pete doesn't have some sort of uh, like green beard and little leprechaun suit. <laughs> uh, you're going to get so much free shit out of this, Pete, that, you, I'm, that I'm sure you'll wear all the time. He's going to have Halloween costumes for the next uh, 12, 12 years, 13 years, 13 years, yeah. <laughs> wow. well, or, or at least he can pawn it off to his girlfriend. Um, now, we know that Jimmy is into the arts. I know mm-hmm. he does like plays and stuff. I'm sure maybe he has a collection of props at home. He can find something for December. I'm I'm confident in Jimmy next at this next spot. I think Jimmy will find something good. He's a little more experienced in the arts than we are, and he knows how to decorate a guy. Mm-hmm. Wow, that'll be good. Uh, low key next, I think I'm gonna go with Zucker with May. Um, so May, uh, you got Memorial Day. It's got to be something pretty American there. Um, <laughs> it's also Pete's favorite month. He told me once because it was like end of school. Um, also reminds him of his mother because uh, it's Mother's Day. So, oh, um, nice. there is a rumor flying around that his mom's gonna be there. So, wow, uh, that yeah. would be something. So something like he, I think they're gonna like recreate uh, Pete uh, Pete's birth. Oh, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I know him and um, him and Nick were talking about that because obviously June is his birthday, but I think Zucker told him that oh, it's Mother's Day. So like 
We'll just like pretend that he's like just getting rebirthed. Zucker's really big in coordinating major events. I can see him <laughs> pulling that one off. Yeah. I'll go with uh, Meatball next because, like anything league related, I'm sure he's putting a ton of thought into it already. And so this is more just a he's not going to screw it up pick than I have high expectations pick. Yeah. Like, I'm sure he'll do something fun. I'm sure it'll be cool. We'll all be like, ah, hey, Meatball got you there. But I don't think it's anything that to write home about. Yeah. So this is more of a safety pick in Tyler here. Yeah. Um, yeah, Nick's got to go with Nick. You know, Nick's kind of all bundled up and hidden away in Worcester. He's got a lot of time to think about uh, what to do for Pete's, Pete's birthday. I mean, birthday, birthday suit. So, uh, Pete, I hope uh, you've been working on your beach bod. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is tough between someone who's not going to be there and Aiden, but I think I'm going to go with Aiden here. Uh, that's, that's probably a safe move. It's, again, I'm playing it safe at the end of these power rankings. Yeah. And, I, like, uh, I like Aiden to have an idea. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you've got two big months there, or two big events, Halloween, obviously. Um, and uh, Columbus Day. Columbus Day is big. Columbus Day. Yeah. Um, last AJ July. Oh, what, what are we doing? Is is AJ gonna like send one of us an idea? And yeah, I will have to kind of think about it. AJ, if you're listening, which you better be, uh, let us know what you're thinking. We'll make something happen. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Dave's got his camera, so mm-hmm. we'll, uh, we'll we'll do things. Yeah. So those are the power rankings. Uh, we didn't write down the order, so I already don't remember the order. But, but if you're listening, you can play it back and hear the order. Mm-hmm. So now we'll go into a segment we like to call Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, you guys are familiar with the Mount Rushmore. Mm-hmm. So as we go through episodes this football season, we're going to pick our Mount Rushmores of certain topics. So it can be anything like office sayings to like fears or... Mount Rushmore of anything, really. But we're going to start off simple. We're going to go with the Mount Rushmore of league members. Mm-hmm. So we each have our own Mount Rushmore, so there could be overlap. But, uh, Dave, why don't, you, why don't you go first? All right, yep, I'll start. Um, so this is a pretty easy one. My re- Mount Rushmore for this is it's it's kind of like still being created. Like It takes a little bit of time to build it. So like you've got two league members kind of just like that are already like on the Mount Rushmore. you got to go with Nick two-time winner original um he's he's up there for sure and he's uh you know he's taking a fall from grace and they're thinking about maybe just like chiseling him out and maybe putting someone else over him but uh as of right now he's kind of one of the original mount rushmore's um you've got uh myself uh started the league so uh, i'm just gonna nominate myself for that one that's uh, fair I, I mean i wouldn't do that but <laughs> i mean i just I'm, again, not a brag guy, so um, but probably put myself up there. Um, but it's not just me. Like I've got Ryan Scanlon in my pocket, like in the Mount Rushmore, because um, he's obviously like, you know, he's yeah. That's kind of like a, an oddball one, but you you've got a little little Ryan Scanlon, and then um, chiseling in to the new Mount Rushmore, you've got Ben, obviously. Oh. Kind of him. Hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, how can you go and not with Jimmy? Who's a two-time winner and a uh, so one-time second placer? So you went for a bit of a traditional Mount Rushmore, you know, uh-huh. probably true definition of the term Mount Rushmore. I want to mix it up a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I mean, I think you'd be a great starting point for the Mount Rushmore. I mean, I think you do a lot for the league. 
I think it's important. I think if you're looking for a face of the league, you're gonna obviously be right up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, I would go with myself. <laughs> oh, not, not a brag guy. Not, not a brag guy, but three straight championship appearances. Two of those I've lost on like you know. I'm not gonna say it was bad luck, but it was bad luck. Uh, so I'll, I'd be up there. I'm gonna mix it up. He, this kid might not belong in the Mount Rushmore at all, but I'd like to see him on the Mount Rushmore someday. So I'm putting Zucker in my Mount Rushmore mm-hmm. league members because I think the league represents everything, and Zucker represents everything the league is. You know, like he has a good time, passion, extreme passion, dedication, dedication. Uh, he runs that waiver wire. He's a he's a waiver wire maverick. He's big. He's maverick. You know, he's just. He's just like I said, I don't know if maybe he belongs there. Like, maybe his face falls off the Mount Rushmore in, like, an accident. Mm-hmm. But maybe it's, like, National Treasure, where he's, like, they had to put him in there to cover something else up. Like, maybe... That could be. Yeah. yeah, that could be. And then my final Mount Rushmore spot is going to go to Robbie. Because <laughs> Robbie, here's a kid a few years ago, gets pissed off when the Vikings score a touchdown because he thought it was the, uh, the Cardinals playing the Patriots. And now here he is doing mock drafts at the beginning of August, like end of July, like getting ready for the season. This league brings out the best in people, and I think Robbie's a prime example of that. So it's a, a little twisted Mount Rushmore. Maybe I need a little bit of practice with Mount Rushmore's, but next time. It was pretty good. Um, there's a after uh, all the draft picks have been, we were trying to pick our spots for the draft. You know, there's a little bit of a controversy uh, with. Uh, Meatball, uh, kind of talking to people, trying to figure out who's going to be doing something. So, uh, you know, uh, this Meatball has really been uh, stirring the pot, as some some might say. And um, it's kind of like the new the new segment is a uh, who's stirring the pot this week. And Meatball, he's he's stirring the pot. He's like the he's like the Winnie the Pooh of stirring the pot. Um, there's like the, throughout the year, I think we're going to see some different uh, some people stirring the pot. A little bit. Um, we have different tiers of like pot stirs, different variations. You got those lunch lady pot stirs, kind of like uh, that. Just just stir the pot during the season. It's kind of like Nick turns it on when it matters, but goes away for a vacation. Uh, got some of those soup line pot stir stirs. Guys who just stir the pot for the betterment of the league. Some might say do it for uh, for the banter. It's kind of like Paul. And then you've got people who are just the pot and uh, or the soup that like to get stirred around, kind of like Robbie. So, um, a lot of different variations of pot stirs. But uh, Meatball, he's just the Winnie the Pooh of stirring the pot. Yeah, I, I very hard to disagree with that. When mm-hmm. I'm thinking of pot stirs, I'm thinking of Meatball. I don't know if he means it all the time. I think he usually does mean it. Mm-hmm. But I think part of him meaning it is just knowing that it's riling everyone up, and he's just so giddy about that. So I'm excited for Meatball to be happy again. Yeah. I don't know how the last uh, eight months have gone. I know he had a rough, real rough end of the season. Do you remember how your season ended? Oh, he won the regular season, but he didn't get anything for that, right? No, there was no, no prize no, for regular no, season winner? No. no. Okay, matter. but that's fine because he got a first round bye. Yep. And then, well, he lost in the first round after the first round bye. So he could still play. Oh, but he didn't. He lost to AJ, too. Yeah. So he finished up. So you got nothing for winning the regular season. Congrats, Meatball. Um, I mean, it's like a, he got like a pat on the back, so he's definitely gonna like. I think that's gonna help him like stir the pot even more this year. Just, just like what he does. You know, they say the Super Bowl loser usually has a tough time recovering the next year. I don't think the championship is the Super Bowl because clearly I just keep recovering every year. But 
I think that that was Meatball Super Bowl. Like last season, him making the playoffs as the one seed was the Super Bowl to him. Mm-hmm. And having lost that, I don't see how he recovers. I think mm-hmm. this is going to be like an 11th or 12th place finish for him. And, you know, I, I feel for him. I really do. But he's moving in with uh, two great roommates. Where are they moving? Walton, I think. Who is this? Uh, Meatball. Who's he moving with? Uh, he's moving in with uh, Becky and Sarah. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. So that's should he, be a fun house. He's really stirring the pot there. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm telling you. He's, I he's think like, all that is is a giant pot stick. Yeah, he just loves stirring the pot. It's a meatball <laughs> thing to do. Just It's just like a pot of chili with some meatballs in there. He's stirring it around. Um, yeah. So that's who's uh, stirring the pot. Um, the next, uh, next segment we've got is uh, where in the world is AJ? Um, you know, he was in New York last weekend, but um, not really sure where he is. Hmm. All right, so we have this thing called Find My Friends. I don't know if you guys are familiar with it, but we use it to find our friends. And I'm just scrolling through here, and it's just locating AJ. This is, this is tough. Location not available. Mm. So, you know what? I think he might be traveling. He might be dead. He might be dead. So let's go with our next best where in the world. Uh, Jared Lowry currently zooming in on him he is on I-87 North uh, right outside the Country Haven campground in New York oh no he's moved up actually he Mm -hmm. is past Shroom Lake in New York Shroom Lake still heading north seemingly heading to Plattsburgh New York or maybe Burlington Vermont uh, but yeah, that's where Lowry is. I think he's going to like Placid because he's going to pretend that he's in the Olympics. Oh, oh, that's good, Jared. Uh, are you going to invite us there? Oh, sick invite, bro. Uh, hey, Lowry, ever think that we would want to go with you? <laughs> uh, hey, Lowry, uh, uh, I thought we were best friends. Uh, hey, Lowry. Is your girlfriend going, or are you actually doing something with friends for once? Uh, hey, Lowry, are you going to be this much of a bitch when you move to Boston? Ooh, and that's uh, our feature called Hey, Lowry. <laughs> uh, original, like I said, we're original. We like our podcast. We run it the way we want to run it, and not the way anyone else would run it. Cause... Yeah, we're not corporate slaves. We don't, we're not sellouts. <laughs> no, we just do, we just do what we want. Um, and so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, so we'll try and keep a bunch of these segments going week by week. I, I think we're going to, th- this is, uh, just the rare podcast, but we'll start off weekly once the season gets going and we will add more segments to the mix that you're just going to see, or you'll hear unless you're subscribing to our premium version, which is a video mm-hmm. podcast, but you'll hear it and we'll go, Wow. Why didn't I think of that? That's amazing. You guys are fantastic. You're funny guys. Um, and, uh, you know, the way we're going to close out uh, a, a lot of these uh, these podcasts with, um, hey, let's start a rumor. And uh, this rumor was um, submitted by uh, uh, P.E.A. Trotta, Paul Trotta. Uh, the rumor is, uh, I heard Dave has a girlfriend. Just a rumor. But uh, Now... Is that just a rumor? It's just yeah, it's just a rumor. It's I just it, I just heard it today, like probably a second. You did, ago, you did. I mean, I'm just hearing it now, so yeah, like it's that. a rumor that this uh, it's just what I've heard. Um, still, some rumors from last year that haven't been cleared up. Like, uh, did <laughs> did Meatball really spend all this internship money on buying cat toys for George? 
R.I.P. But um, <laughs> no. So did his cat die? I don't know, but I I, 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 I think we're we're still trying to figure that that out. But I don't know. That's just uh yeah. That's uh let's start a rumor. All right. Well, I mean, if you got nothing else, it's great to be back. We're I don't know if you guys are gonna notice a sound quality difference or not, but we are actually, like Dave said at the beginning, we're in studio together. Uh, maybe you know what? We're all living in Boston. I mean, he might be in Southie, like far as fuck away from where I am. Uh, maybe it's a cooler spot to be. Maybe not. I don't know. I'll leave that for uh, the gods to decide. But maybe we'll try to do these live a little more often this year. Get the quality going up. Uh, kick out Ryan and Aiden. Tell them they have to leave. I'm sure they'll be pumped about that. We can maybe have them call in. They, they can call in from like their room. Yeah, the from podcast. the basement. If we if we let them out, we'll see. We'll just lock them in there, like room. Well, we're looking forward to a lot of stuff. A lot of big things this year as we all embark on the age of 24, 25. Ryan's about to break into that new demographic in just about a month. Kid leaves the 18 to 24 range for 25 plus. He's going to start renting cars, renting vans, Oof. participating in the census. Uh, I think that's it. Um, you can't eat Cocoa Puffs anymore, too. Man. No. That's gone. Does Ryan eat Cocoa Puffs? Mm. Uh, Doubtful. Yeah, probably not. But he can't do it anymore, so it sucks to say. I think he just eats plain Cheerios with no milk. Yeah. I thought it might be almond milk, though, actually. I don't knock almond milk. <laughs> almond milk's great. I think uh, no better way to end a show than talking about the joys of almond milk. So uh, if there's nothing else, toodles. Closing time, open all the doors and let you out into